Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about the cost of training ChatGPT, how much OpenAI is spending on their entire company, how much they historically have spent, and what is happening in the future. We're going to go over some of the costs, financial, time, and one you probably didn't think about, water. And we're also going to talk about what other companies are doing to help mitigate these costs, who some of the people spending the most money on, and why Microsoft and OpenAI are going to start making some new financial models and some new products in the very near future to help offset some of these costs. So without further ado, let's jump into the podcast. I think the biggest thing we want to talk about today is the fact that um, there's a big headline out of the information that says OpenAI's losses doubled to $540 million as it developed ChatGPT. So it's pretty crazy. As they were building out ChatGPT, apparently they had to hire a bunch of key employees from Google. And these employees can be very, very expensive. Some of them are being paid up to $5 million a year. And when you're a company as big as OpenAI and your product is absolutely um, pivotal and essential and based on these um, AI experts, you're just going to pay whatever it costs, especially when you've already received, you know, a billion dollars from Microsoft and other investors. And you're just going to spend whatever it takes to be able to get your product to market. So apparently um, they were spending over $540 million last year to get ChatGPT ready, developed and launched. Um, and what's interesting is this is, you know, a previously unreported number, um, but a bunch of people from within the company, I guess, leaked that. Um, and it's really a lot of this goes into just the steep costs of training these machine learning models. Um, and before, you know, ChatGPT launched, this was a huge cost as a lot of this stuff had to be done from scratch and it was a massive undertaking. So even after they've launched and the revenues kind of picked up, reaching an annual pace of hundreds of millions of dollars, um, which is what they've done just a few weeks after they launched their paid version of ChatGPT in February, the costs of running their entire company, I don't really think are going to... Um, slow down. I think they're going to keep rising as they're getting more customers and as they continue to train more and more advanced artificial intelligent uh, artificial intelligence models. And this technology is obviously rapidly developing and they are the ones that are paying for it and having to stay really on top of it. So their CEO, Sam Altman, he um, privately suggested that OpenAI may try to raise as much as $100 billion in the coming years. That is absolutely insane. So far, their biggest checks that have been written to them, Elon wrote some pretty big uh, multi-million dollar checks at the very beginning, some say of $100 million. Uh, Microsoft gave them a billion dollars, and then most recently, Microsoft gave them another $10 billion, which brings Microsoft up to about a 50% owner of the company. And so the fact that they're looking at raising 10x up to $100 billion in the coming years, I think really just speaks to the fact that they think it's going to cost a lot more to continue to develop these capabilities. As you can see, they need to spend a lot of money on um, image. They have Dolly 2, but it's getting, you know, pretty soundly beaten by Midjourney at the moment. Uh, one can only assume that they're going to be getting more into audio and more into video in the future. And so as they kind of start looking at everything they want to do, um, this is going to get incredibly expensive. So very interesting. They might be looking to spend uh, or looking to raise hundred billion dollars. I think this is pretty important because right now we have a lot of other people creating these kind of AI models. We have Google working on BARD. We have Bloomberg 
Um, and recently, Bloomberg said that they used 1.3 million hours of GPU time to help build their Bloomberg GPT large language model. And so all of these um, are incredibly expensive at the moment. And everyone's kind of right now, there's almost like this big um, AI fight or arms race for GPUs, server power from NVIDIA and from other platforms um, because everyone is trying to train these big, huge models because because it's such a hot topic right now. And so as they're fighting over it, the costs are going up even more. I think in addition, another cost that we really have to factor into all of this on top of just the training and the talent that ChatGPT historically and OpenAI historically spent is the fact that people trying to train new models are going to have to start spending more on the data. ChatGPT kind of got under the radar um, because they were going to be an open source platform. They had the keys to the kingdom when it came to Twitter and APIs to a ton of different companies, Reddit included, that just allowed them to use the data for free. And now that um, everyone is starting to monetize these platforms, companies like Stack Overflow and Reddit have both said that if you would like to use their data, uh, you have to now pay them. So ChatGPT may have gotten in at a time when uh, they were getting this kind of content on the cheap. And it's left to be said if companies are going to retroactively make uh, OpenAI pay for some of the data that they previously trained on. One other area that not a lot of people think about when they think about the costs of training these models is the water required. So a recent, um, a recent round of research just came out saying that training ChatGPT required enough water to fill a nuclear reactor's cooling tower. Um, I think it's really important to know that uh, in this new research, they said that GPT-3 alone, so that's before GPT-3.5 and GPT-4, consumed about 185,000 gallons or 700,000 liters of water. And so that's an average of every single conversation that someone is having with ChatGPT is equivalent of them dumping out a large bottle of fresh water onto the ground. So the people in the study um, obviously are emphasizing the environmental concerns with this, uh, talking about the historic droughts that the U.S. is facing right now, and the fact that companies like Google training Google Bard right now have all of their um, servers and cloud facilities in states like Texas that are you know even more prone to drought and uh, it actually requires more water because there's more evaporation. I think in this study they specifically focused um, not on water that was recycled because these servers right they recycle water through them to help cool them down, but specifically water that was you know evaporated or lost. Um, and while I do think it is important to look at, especially when we're looking at droughts and you know cycling or using water from local rivers and streams. I do think that um, uh, this is probably less of an issue than, I don't know, nuclear waste, as this article title alludes, as they bring in nuclear reactors, you know, to try to make it seem really radioactive and scary. I mean, this is water. It evaporates. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. I, I think we're all going to survive, although it is an interesting thing to keep an eye on as, you know, more and more AI models come out and they all need more water. To make sure that you know we're using that and scaling that in a responsible manner now all this to say there are a ton of costs right we have the costs of the employees the costs of training the costs of um now your data and the cost of your water i guess and finally the final thing that i wanted to talk about is the fact that OpenAI and microsoft are now implementing new ways to recoup some of these costs they're spending new product lines and one of the biggest ones that is happening right now is that Microsoft may begin to offer private ChatGPT to businesses. As you know, 
A number of different businesses have banned their employees from using ChatGPT. Most recently, Samsung had a bunch of uh, employees who leaked confidential company information and source code to ChatGPT. And when I, when I say leaked, I'm assuming they were developers who are saying they're pasting code in and saying, hey, based off this code, what can I do, blah, 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 because I have developers from my companies that do that. Um, and I know a lot of different people that are getting development advice and code advice from ChatGPT. And so this happened to Samsung. They banned all of their employees from using these AI models, and they said they're going to work on some internal tools, which I don't know how good they will be, but that's what their plan is. So because of that, um, companies, Microsoft specifically, and in Microsoft's, because they, they gave they invested $10 billion into OpenAI, they got a special deal where they're allowed to resell um, OpenAI's products. And so you see that with, with um, Bing, and you see that with a lot of their other products are incorporating it. But specifically, they're literally allowed to resell ChatGPT to companies privately. So private would be a company would be able to go and buy a special version of ChatGPT on exclusive servers that are completely cut off. None of the data that goes into it will ever be used for anything. It's all on the company's specific account, and it won't ever be incorporated into any future training data. Now, the fact that they're doing this also makes you think that what you're currently telling ChatGPT if you're not on this plan is being used for the training data, but that's another conversation. Um, ChatGPT and OpenAI also have hinted that they will be launching a similar product to this in the near future. So I think between Microsoft and OpenAI, this is going to be a new way that they're trying to recoup some of their costs and uh, making money back from this as companies like Verizon, Chase, Citigroup, and Goldman Sachs all took similar steps at banning um, their companies from really using this uh, these AI models for fear of leaking private or sensitive information. And so I think that once these companies that have banned it, these pretty big companies are able to let their employees use it, there's going to be a massive boom in the consumption of these products. It's going to make a lot of money for OpenAI, and it's also going to add a lot of innovation and I believe a lot of automation for these companies that are allowing uh, their employees to now start using it. This is going to be a really interesting area to watch. If you liked the podcast today, make sure to subscribe to our newsletter. There's a link in the description. Make sure to download the Self-Pause AI Life Coach app. Absolutely amazing for helping you get whatever you're trying to get done, accomplished, focusing on your goals. And also make sure to join us on our Facebook group. We talk all the time about what is happening in AI. It's a really awesome conversation um, that a lot of people are having. A lot of amazing insights are shared. We'd love to see you there. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. And as always, have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode, breaking down how AI is impacting your industry. Today's episode is sponsored by AIbox, a no-code AI app builder and marketplace, which just launched a crowdfunding campaign. If you are interested in investing in a new AI startup, you can go to republic.com slash AI dash box. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well to learn more. The minimum investment is $150 and the maximum investment is $100,000. Until next time, have a fantastic day.